Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the uh, Bridgewater State University Common Sports Podcast. I'm Jocelyn Freeman alongside Tanner uh, Hume. How, uh, and first off, how are we doing today, Tanner? Pretty good, pretty good. Just doing what it is I usually do and just keeping it easy. Same here, same here. Hope everyone had a happy fourth and a happy Canada Day uh, yeah. because Tanner was, uh, wouldn't shut up about it. it, it uh, we have... Uh, we have surprisingly if, uh, quite a bit of news for uh, for the NFL uh, to start off uh, to start off considering it's uh, it's like middle of July uh, last time uh, and uh, and besides last uh, last year uh, yesterday uh, marked the day uh, that uh, we got the uh, possibly one, some of the biggest news ever uh, Patrick Mahomes um, signing that ten. At ten-year, five hundred three million dollar contract, yeah. but of, uh, but the news this year uh, smells a little bit uh, different, and especially out of Patriots tra- training camp. That being, being first-round pick from two thousand nineteen, Nikhil Harry wanting a trade out of here. And that was the shit. <laughs> we're getting a, uh, we're getting at best like a conditional third. There's, there's no way that it needs a change of scenery. That's what it needs. It's a change of scenery. But the question is on how, on what teams are willing to, you know, really gamble for something like that. I still think it's, uh, uh, I'm still confused as to why we drafted him in the first place. Not just because uh, he's a bust by comparison, but because the entire, but because if I'm not mistaken, the entire coaching staff had said. Uh, Bill, we're looking at this kid Debo Samuel, and and he's looking really good, and, and we should probably get him. And they pick uh, Nikhil Harry uh, anyway. Just uh, and Debo Samuel, he's, uh, I mean, sure, if I don't want to say, he was hurt last uh, year, uh, but his rookie season was uh, was great, and he's one of the reasons why uh, why the the uh. Uh, why the Niners even got to the playoffs alone in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that uh, uh, I uh, I agree with the Nikhil Harry uh, movement, but it's uh, but uh, in hindsight it was uh, it was stupid of us to even and draft him. Um, and uh, and surprisingly, yes, I went through an entire uh, mentioning of how uh, uh, Nikhil Harry is a bust by comparison without mentioning DK Metcalf or Terry McLaurin or AJ Brown. Is it really surprising at this point? Honestly, not really. I, uh, uh, I mean, I feel like with his skill set, we probably should have utilized him um, a lot more. Uh, uh, but uh, he just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. Man's, man's just. Uh, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's had a uh, a season so far in which he hasn't uh, taken time off for injury. Yeah, but you know what though? I mean, if he sticks around, maybe he can try to get some help from the new QB that just signed, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. So, what is his rookie contract looking like, Tanner? Because you're the one who brought this news um, to me. Let me pull it up. I know it's a four-year. Thing at 15.46, 15.6, that includes a fifth, fifth year option. 
That sounds that sounds pretty eh, standard. And I remember eh, I know that uh which also eh, includes I'm sorry, hold on. Um there it also includes a eight point six nine five million dollar signing bonus. Ooh, nice for him. But yeah. uh I, yeah, I remember uh I remember also getting the news earlier that uh uh, that it touched down Jesus himself. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got uh, got himself uh, a rookie contract of a uh, of four years, thirty six and a quarter million, if I'm not mistaken. Something there you like go. Answer that. But uh, uh, speaking of uh, training camp, we get uh, we recently got the uh, the news of. Of which training camp is, uh, are we all gonna uh, sit and humiliate for the next uh, however long uh, this show goes on and for? Because we got the uh, the new uh, team on Hard Knocks, like Dallas Cowboys. I thought this was a good idea. Why? Because Jerry Jones wants uh, everyone to and uh, to like the Cowboys. Is no. I don't but, uh, think I will. I look. I like Dak Prescott, and I like uh, I like players on the Dallas Cowboys, but I hate the Dallas Cowboys as a team. Yeah, which is, which is why I, which is why I want them to trade uh, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Leighton Vanderesh, uh, Quandra, uh, uh, Trevon Diggs, uh, and pretty much every other uh, great player they have. So the Cowboys can suck, and and the rest of, rest of the league can have their uh, great players. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, this uh, this one's gonna be pretty interesting because uh, because I mean, in how cr- uh, I mean how uh, uh, it's gonna be uh, nice to see Dak uh, potentially uh, working out more uh, after that gruesome gruesome. Um, injury to his, his ankles in like week five, six, something like that. Yeah. I honestly still think that uh, they're going to need to. Uh, I honestly think that uh, first year coming back of uh, on that big of an injury. Yeah, and it's going to be a rock. It's like, because you don't know how it's going to be. Uh, he's, he's definitely going to take a step back this, uh, this year. Yeah, he's got it at least. If he puts good numbers like he did two years ago, then I'll be shocked. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I'm rooting for Dak to, uh, to be good, and I think he, ha- uh, and I think. Well, I mean, here's the thing: it's gonna be you. Know, it's gonna be hard for really anyone uh, to make really any predictions and about who's gonna win comeback player of the year because there are so many, uh, because so many. Players last year got injured and and now are probably going to come back. You got uh, Joe Burrow. You got uh, Odell Beckham. You got uh, you got Dak Prescott. You got uh, uh, Nick Bosa. Joey, Bo- uh, you got Nick Bosa. Uh, you got pretty much everyone on the in the Niners. There's this entire uh, this entire next season is going to be uh, a big what the hell is happening moment. Yeah. And, and yes, I mean, since we're sticking with the NFC East and what the hell moments, 
the culture gets fined $10 million for being toxic. Thank, uh, thank you for uh, using that famous uh, quote from, uh, from, I think it's Bruce Allen of the oh, Washington yeah. football team. Yes, the uh, uh, after uh, numerous investigations into the uh, into the uh, into the workplace culture of, uh, of the Washington football uh, team, specifically highlighting uh, sexual harassment and and especially uh, with the uh, uh, with all the allegations about uh, uh, the trip the cheerleaders went on and several years back, uh, the NFL has decided it's it's fantastic uh, it's uh, it's ultimate it, uh, it's ultimate punishment for the uh, for the Washington football team is not even worth the uh, is not even worth half of uh, Julio Jones's uh, the annual average of Julio Jones's contract. Yep. This is this is pathetic. The uh, and the uh, and it just shows that the NFL uh, cares far more about uh, about protecting the uh, about protecting the uh, uh, the dignity of Dan Snyder than it does is is actually being uh, being a good organization. If they were uh, if uh, if the NFL uh, were uh, had handled this as properly, Dan Snyder would be forced to sell at this point. Yeah. No, uh, no one. Uh, no owner can garner that uh, that much uh, animosity in their uh, own fan base and uh, and still uh, and still have uh, no worries about uh, about being forced to forced to sell. Yeah. Well, actually, I just got this in. This is not NFL, but we're, it's still football at least. Um, the CFL announced they put out a statement today regarding their talks with the XFL, and, oh. and it reads and, I, and it reads and I quote: "Our talks with the XFL exploring the potential for collaboration and innovation have been positive and constructive. While we, while we remain open to finding new ways to work together in the future, we and our XFL counterparts have jointly decided to not pursue any formal arrangements at this time." We at the CFL are now squarely focused on preparing for August 5th and the start of our 2021 regular season, which will culminate December 12th with the playing of the 108th Grey Cup in Hamilton, Ontario. We are looking forward to this year and a bright future for our league. That's, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to, to see, uh, it would be nice to to see mergers between in different leagues because I mean in the last big time big one that happened was it was in like 1970 or something like that. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, the NFL AFL merger, yeah. But I can sort of understand why why they would say now we're not doing it. Maybe because of the financial instability of a, uh, of a, uh, of the yeah. XFL, that's bullshit. Because you know who owns it is the Rock. 
And Rock is more than financially stable now. That's a good point. The the most uh, the uh, biggest player to come out of uh, the University of Miami, who who barely ever played football, and made, made his name big in wrestling, and then into movies. Yep. But uh, uh, the I think the last big news of uh, the uh, of NFL we have for uh, for day de- for today is uh, regards a regards a former. Uh, Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Tamarian and Terry, who has uh, recently been indicted for murder. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not entirely sure about the uh, what exactly happened, and and but uh, uh but it's it's still just uh, it's just unsettling how and it's always unsettling to hear uh, oh someone died today, but. Uh, but uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, so, so, on that grim so, note, let's let's go to Europe. Let's go to the uh, world of soccer or football in Europe and the rest of the world, other than North America, because apparently we the do weird not know, soccer. Know, I don't name anything. The weird football. So, <laughs> so for Euro twenty twenties, the semifinals are almost done. The last game being today. Just gonna Italy beat out Spain, uh, 4-2 in penalties. And again, that was tied 1-1. So Italy is awaiting their opponent for today's matchup between England and Denmark at Wembley in London. So that should be something to watch. And UEFA also invited Christian Eriksen and the paramedics that saved his life to the uh, Europe to the uh, Euro 2020 final on Sunday. Oh. Yeah, remember, I covered this a couple weeks ago when, uh, you know, it, it came out that he collapsed on the uh, field and had a cardiac arrest. Uh, also, uh, also, I guess, uh, some pretty big news is in, uh, in the, uh, in the EP, uh, the uh, Premier League, of uh, Barcelona is, uh, is trying to get on track uh, for giving a br- a brand spanking new contract to uh, to one of the best players uh, to one of the best uh, players no, to have ever set best player of all time. This one because he is that damn good. I I I'm not sure if I'd say Messi is better than Pele, but uh, they're uh, pretty good. They're pretty goddamn comparable in in, in any sense. They're damn comparable, but yes, it's Barcelona yeah. is. Is getting on track with a new contract for uh, yeah, Lionel Messi. Like, I know there were teams that were making offers to uh to Messi. One of them being a club from southern Brazil called Ibis. But I mean, my question is which, why? Which but himself, which by the way, that team was proclaimed the worst soccer team in the world because they failed to win a game for like two or three decades. Oh God! Yeah, and I know Messi is going to be playing uh, his next game with the Argentine national team. And I think this my game, I think my question. Game, oh God! I think my question is 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 what Messi is fantastic, but why? Uh, but uh, but are you really going to give? Uh, 
uh, like a big contract to someone who's uh, who's 34 right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure about. Uh, I mean, in considering in how well, low contact uh, soccer typically is, is I can see why uh, physical decline isn't uh, that big of a problem. Do you see how much money they make off the goddamn promotions or anything, especially in Europe? Oh yeah, absolutely. Same. Uh, Ronaldo makes more in uh, in like two weeks than and I probably will in my entire life. Yeah. And what's it called? I know Messi will be Messi will be playing his next game with the Argentine national team as they battle for the Copa America Cup against Brazil. So we're gonna get Messi versus Neymar. Oh boy, I wonder if. Uh, and yes, for those wondering why Messi in a Brazilian way, I'm partially Brazilian myself. Nice. And it's a beautiful place. I've been there many times, but. Yeah, so obviously, with that being said, I'm rooting for Brazil. Obviously, I uh, I have never, uh, I have never been south of the equator, so I can't really speak for. <laughs> oh, I'll ta- oh, 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 I will take you someday. Mark my goddamn words. And so I really don't want to talk about this, but you know, we're journalists, and this is what we do. What the Kivilinex? Uh, so with this somber note, Matisse Kivilinex. Golden for the Columbus Blue Jackets, 24 years of age. He was at the house of Manny Legacy for a wedding and a party afterwards on the 4th of July. He was in the hot tub when a firework mortar blast hit him in the chest, killing him. How the hell does that even happen? I don't even know. Like, just ruling it an accident, but I know per the, uh, Michigan, I don't know. I don't know which investigative agency is on that, but but that is still under investigation. There, there's no way. Uh, there's, uh, I don't even know how to even really say uh, how that can be uh, like an accident. Uh, yeah, and I made a suggestion that to to the Jackets Twitter account saying that they should retire his number. At least honor the guy. At least retire his number. That, uh, what number was he? Eighty. Ah. Uh, yeah. I I'd honestly say uh, that uh, with how he played and how uh, he, was a, he was great. Like, cause honestly, though, like I feel like Seattle would have taken him though in the expansion draft, but he would have been a he would have been great for wherever he went, cause he was that guy. He may not been. He may not have been a starter material, but like a great backup, like a great plan B if you need it. That that makes sense, yeah. Uh, but uh, Damn, there's man. no there's no real great way to in a segue <laughs> out of this. Yeah. So, so we'll try uh, our best because that's all that's all we have to carry on. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Like, like you, like I know I've seen like a lot of tributes to him and everything on Twitter and everything. It's even the Bruins, I'm sure, did too. The Leafs did, Vegas, Carolina, like every team has the NHL. Makes sense, Carolina. yeah. Even old teammates like Nick Foligno, uh, what's his name, Josh Anderson. We'll try to get to in a second because it, that was actually funny. But so I mean. 
just the amount of, amount of prayer and everything that's been going his way is absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, but uh, I guess to steer this away from uh, from um, um, uh, from further mm -hmm. obituaries, of uh, we have uh, a brand new contract being given out to uh, to someone and who I kind of wish the Bruins had uh, traded for uh, at the deadline, and, but I can understand why they uh, they couldn't. Joel Eriksonek of the uh, of the Minnesota Wild. Yep. Um, five, eight years with an averaging value of $5.25 million for a grand total of 42 mil. Honestly, this is uh, honestly this is a fantastic bargain. Yeah, he had they, a whole year. Uh, he, uh, <clears throat> if Kaprizov goes to, uh, to, uh, to where is it? Uh, to, to the back to the KHL. Uh, Eric Sinek is going to be the, uh, the main guy there. Uh, is going to be the main guy there, and uh, and the fact that they locked him up uh, for that long on that uh, cheap of a contract is uh, that's just fantastic for them. Yeah. Uh, As well, um, we have a trade we need to discuss. And no, it's not Jack Eichel. Although I'll get to that later. Uh, I'll get to that <laughs> in a little bit. Yeah. So this one got, seemingly came out of nowhere. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings, by the way. Keep in mind that they sucked, and they probably still do. Have acquired Victor Arvidsson from the National Predators in exchange for a second-round pick this year and a third-round pick next year. How much does this really impact them? I mean, they. I mean, the uh, Kings, Kings don't. Uh, the Kings aren't good, anyway. Mm. So how I, is this really going to? I don't really know get John do this. I, I don't know. That's it's weird. It's weird for me because I don't know. A piece to start a rebuild, but then why are you trade? But then why are you trading away picks? They they have more than enough picks, so they'll be fine. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they have more than enough. But uh, in terms of of uh, a certain in Jack Eichel, uh, he has not been traded yet, but. Uh, but Kevin, uh, but uh, Sabres GM Kevin Adams has uh, sort of hinted at uh, at them. Uh, yeah. Uh, at it, uh, saying yeah. <laughs> uh, saying in a press conference uh, 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 earlier this week. Sometimes when players come into the league and get a real young age, some people feel well maybe they're older than they you know, are. But guys like uh, Grasmus Dahlin, Dylan Cousins, Casey Middlestat, these are very very young. Players, so we want to uh, to build. Old, old. These guys are proud to be Buffalo State University. They want to fix this and get this right. They want to move forward together. So that's the young court and that we're working to build around. Speaking of trade rumors, um, there are rumblings of possibly trading Duncan Keith. Ah. Yeah, that. That'll be something. In a trade, what I would be to a Pacific Northwestern team or Western Canada. I honestly, uh, uh, honestly put put them in the Pacific Northwest. Give us more, uh, give us more players to, players to, to give us more Seattle contracts. <laughs> and this is this is actually something that I've uh, been kind of uh, wondering 
uh, over the past like week since it's the entire uh, since the entire podcast is uh, is full of Vegas wagoners. There's, there's, are we gonna have uh, and and since Seattle's gonna be the new team on the block and uh, and the NHL is definitely gonna try to push a finish a rivalry between them because the two new expansion teams. Are we gonna have? Uh, are we gonna have half of us be uh, uh, go to being Seattle fans and and just have a have an argument every week on the podcast podcast when the hockey season starts back? I I say let's wait until after this after their season ends and then we can you know, kind of justify where we are at that point. I I don't know. I kind of want to. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean I've if they said, have a good roster, then we can talk about it. But if they if it's like, eh. I feel we'll, like after, I, I feel like after the expansion draft, we should probably uh, try to. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. After the expansion um, draft and after so, the actual I don't draft. Know, I want you to check your Instagram real quick. I sent you what is possibly the funniest freaking reel I've seen for the Canadians. So, speaking on the finals, so that series is going back to Tampa tonight, but. There is still great concern over whether or not the game will actually happen. And that is because of Tropical Storm Elsa, you know, off the off the western coast of Florida. Yeah. So right now, as of right now, that game is still on oh, there's no games today. That's tomorrow night. No, 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 that's tonight. Sorry, I'm stupid. I just don't know how to read. But again, um, that game is still in jeopardy, I guess you could call it for tonight because of the tropical storm. And Jocelyn's freaking out. Oh my out. god, Tanner! Oh, this is the best. <laughs> that is the best. Josh Anderson is a bowling ball. Josh rem- Anderson off a slide. Off you a know what? Slide. That that reminds me of the uh, uh of the vine of the girl on the swing, and she uh, and she leans back far uh, enough so that she tumbles, and it and it turns into the wheat sports nerds music. Yes. getting a strike but uh well I guess so yeah so we'll have to keep an eye on tonight's game and see if it actually does happen Bolton because 5 I'm baby because sure, I'm sure the conditions are you know real, I don't think they're really good because of all the storm surge and all that but we'll keep an eye on that for you Bolton 5 yeah that was a yeah, I actually shot the house. Actually, won a game. The ha- uh, I know it's cra- it's crazy, but uh, uh, yeah, I think. Well, you know, you can blame the Tampa Bay Mayor for that one. <laughs> but uh, that's gonna come back to bite her in the ass. I'm telling you, if Montreal actually freaking reverse sweeps, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Please no. Please don't let them reverse sweep Tampa. You have too much talent for you. If they reverse you. sweep, I'll be just on that couch over there, and I'm going to be laughing my fucking ass off to the point where I get a hernia. Tampa, you have way too much talent to let this happen. You, uh, you cannot let them reverse sweep when you have uh, Point Kucherov, uh, Stamkos, Vasilevsky, he- freaking Victor Hedman. You can't let them. You can't let them do this. You gotta. Uh, you gotta uh, give them what they're. 
you gotta give them their uh, fair. You gotta give them their worth. Yeah, they, at that point, you really gotta. So I think, uh, I think that just about does that just about cover it for NHL. Um, unless you got anything else you want to cover quick. Oh yeah, like two head coach for assistant coaching for Seattle. First thing would be the they got their new Seattle, their new assistant coaches for head coach Dave Hackstall. Uh, first one being for Providence Bruin head coach Jay Leach, and former Leaf assistant coach. Uh, Paul McFarlane. Believe it or not, it's funny because Paul McFarlane said when he left the lease, he said he left because it was his own decision for the advancement of his position as a head coach. And then he gets hired as assistant coach. Huh. Oh, the irony that Sarah in that bullshit. I mean, other, other minor, minor signings quickly would be uh, Scott Wedgwood for the Devils getting a, a one-year extension at $25,000. Hmm. Um, the Christian Willanen getting a one-year extension with the Kings and Dominic Toninato getting a two-year extension with the Jets. Can we trade two? Uh, can we trade two first-round picks in Earl Vekaninen for Kel McCarr yet? Oh yeah, fuck you! Thank you for reminding me, because um, McCarr is an RFA, and the Avalanche just said that they will match every offer sheet that they get for Kel McCarr because they want his ass to stay. Yep, they uh. I wonder how much teams are going to overpay. Oh, absolutely! You can't have uh, a you can't have a defenseman that great with a, a on a, that young um, and not uh, and not immediately flip your uh, lid. And there's always going to be someone who's uh, who goes uh, cuckoo for cuckoo for fucking cocoa puffs and uh, <laughs> and says is screw it, let's give him the entire team. Yes. Um. The Jackets have heard from about every gym in the league about Seth Jones, and he put it down into four front runners for Seth Jones. Teams being Chicago, Colorado, LA, and Philadelphia. Huh. Uh, okay, those are very questionable choices, but that's that's okay. I uh, was not expecting that. And as well, on that Tony D'Angelo situation that we covered way back in January, um, the New York Rangers are are actually finalizing plans to buy out the final year of his contract. It's crazy how you remembered something that's all that was all the way back in January. <clears throat> yeah, because he got punched in the face by a crier for getting into an altercation with Georgia. Well, that's that's a healthy locker room. <laughs> New York Rangers, salty drama. I want. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna completely waste Lafreniere. Lafreniere was shit this year. I know, but uh, I know, but oh uh, they need they need him to develop. They need they need to develop no, him. What the hell was that? Look at 
You saw how he played. What was that? Like, out of okay, I'm not saying Will Fernandez is bad, but I get he, it. It's your first year, but he get a, and you were the first overall pick, so high expectations are gonna be made of you. I mean, I mean, give him credit. He wasn't as bad as Niall Yakupov. Fair enough. But I mean, it's hard to be. Or Alexei Yashin. It's hard to really be worse than Niall Yakupov. Yeah. No, I think the way one of the worst NHL busts first overall picks was Alexander Day of the Capitals. When was that? I think like '83. I wouldn't know. Uh, but uh, I think that just about covers it for. NHL, so we're going to flip the ice over the parquet to uh, the glory that is is the NBA. Uh, the We're finally at the NBA Finals, uh, <laughs> in which the two teams participating are, the, uh, are the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks, and ESPN is flipping its shit because, oh no, <laughs> we have to cater to small markets. We can't go to L.A. all the time. Yes. Well, and to be fair, they couldn't go to L.A. last year either. You couldn't go to, last, to L.A. last year either, but you could at least ca- but you could uh, cater to their uh, whiny, privileged asses. Is, yes. Is, but, uh, so, game one was actually last night with uh, Giannis returning, and the Suns actually pulling out a pretty convincing victory, 118-105. to I have a feeling that eh, not all the games are going to be that eh, close. This is, eh, this is going to be really interesting. having Because eh, on the, on one side, you have Giannis and, and Brooke Lopez, and on the other side, you have eh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Eh, so it's really just who are we going to eh, – who's actually going to be the eh, the better eh, the better duo? It's going to be a tight race between uh, Booker and Chris Paul on the gun. Honestly, I have a feeling that it might be uh, that Giannis and, uh, yeah, and Brooke Paul might. Yeah, had 32 points last night, and Booker had 27. And Booker had more court time than CP3. So it's, it's going to be a tight race for finals MVP. Yeah. And uh. it's really going to be tight, too. I like how Jay Crowder was a starter, and he got 30, nearly 33 minutes of court time. And he only put up one point. I mean, here's the th- uh, I mean, Jake, Jake Crowder's is usually like Jake Crowder is usually the guy that you uh, is usually like an Avery Bradley type. If, like you don't, don't really expect him to make a lot of, of baskets, but he is going to keep you in the offensive side. He's going to keep. Yeah, he's he's the guy that uh, that gets you uh, a bunch of offensive rebounds and. And that's why I don't like that we got rid of him. Um, now, sure, we have Al Horford, and he's is also kind of the guy that uh, oh, you Al get. Horford again. Yeah, we got Al Horford again, and, and he's kind of the guy that you expect to get uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of offensive rebounds. Uh, but uh, it's still, uh, but it's still just just frustrating how uh, how he had uh, how he just got rid of. Uh, yeah. A bunch of players that kept us in the in the on the oh, offensive no. side of the ball, well, for for scrubs like Tristan freaking Thompson. All right, 
what's it called? As well as um, if the Bucks win it, who's gonna be the MVP for them? Middleton, Giannis. I think it might be. I think it might be either. Yeah, I think it might be Giannis. Yeah, I mean. Also, thank you for reminding me of Chris Middleton. I eh, I knew there was a dude uh, with a weird spelling of Chris as his first name, and Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles. That kind of sucks. We'll, we'll get to that in a little while. We'll get to that. But uh, I guess in other news so far for the NBA is trade rumors, particularly surrounding two superstars. There's Damian Lillard and Luka Doncic. And, on, and I think, honestly... And if I'm not mistaken, the in in Dame has is uh Dame has pretty shit. I feel I feel a sneeze coming. In. Okay, there we go. Take I got I got, the, I got the sneeze out. Thankfully, I'm editing that part out. But uh, <laughs> uh the uh the. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Damian Lord actually has uh, some pretty decent ties to uh, to Boston in that uh, he's uh, he and uh, Jason Tatum beat both being on the and uh, the men's national team uh, the men's national basketball team for um, um, this year. Uh, they're uh, they're they've been talking in quite a bit uh, according to report uh, to reports. It's, I'm not really sure what's going on with Luka Doncic, although uh, I've been in hearing that uh, he's also a guy that the Celtics really, uh, really need to trade for. Uh, I mean, duh, he's Luka freaking Doncic. Why wouldn't you want to trade for him? Yeah. And then Toronto's just sitting there like, uh, like, can we get, uh, can we get uh, decent players too that aren't named? And Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet. You are getting shit from the Raptors. The, the, the answer, hey, at least the answer to the, to the question is, can we get good players other than Van Vliet and, and Siakam is, yes, his name is OG Ananobi. You are getting shit for a minor. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, but like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's rare that teams <laughs> trade in. In, in conference, let alone in division, in but uh, yeah, like how even rival teams have treated in the past. So fair game, huh? How even teams that are like heavy rivals have treated with each other. So let that take that as you will. That's a good point. I mean, uh, I mean the Celtics traded with the uh, with the freaking Nets, the Sixers, and there's in 2017, and it was the last. It's great trade that Danny Ainge made, but that was entirely because of, of hindsight, because uh, because Markel Fultz, Fultz, Fultz lost it, uh, uh, just got freaking decimated uh, by injuries, and and Tatum got, uh, and Jason Tatum is um, is freaking money. Yeah. But uh. Uh, but honestly, I would I would give up uh, at least three. I would give up 
uh, several first round picks for picks for uh, for Lillard. Uh, the only problem is cap space because yeah. uh, because Dame's on a mass uh, on a supermax con uh, on a supermax contract and oh we just unloaded the supermax contract so I'm sure we could take another one in. Uh, the pro, uh, well, yeah, uh, but the problem is, is that uh, if I'm mistaken, Horford's contract is also, uh, pretty shit. Uh, hold on. But I mean, cameras. Oh, absolutely, but, uh, but still, well, well, he's uh, he's getting, he's getting twenty-seven and a half million dollars. There's a year for the next three years. There's that's not exactly a great contract, but uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, the uh, I feel like with how uh, with how big the NBA is and how uh, and how much uh, support it gets from um, foreign countries, especially China, uh, it has enough money to. Uh, to have, uh, to have more than like a, uh, just barely over one million dollar, uh, one hundred million dollar, or uh, cap space, uh, cap space, is, is, cause like, uh, pretty much all the big star, uh, you get a bunch of, uh, like, uh, Giannis, uh, LeBron, and Curry, uh, Tatum, Lillard. Doncic, you have a shit ton of of marketable stars in the league, and uh, and this league can only really muster up uh, like a hundred million dollars in caps in space. It's not. It just feels a bit like a bit not great. Yeah. To put it very lightly, a bit not great. <laughs> but uh, I think that really settles it for. Uh, for basketball, uh, time to flip it over to the diamond, and where uh, where I have to start this out with quite possibly one of the funniest things I've ever uh, seen in happen in not just a baseball game but in any uh, sports game ever. Uh, ever. Uh, yes, this the uh, uh so uh, it was. Uh, so it seemed like last night uh, during the Orleans uh, during the Orleans versus Born and uh, Cape uh, the Orleans Firebirds versus Born Braves uh, was Cape League bas- uh, baseball game. Uh, they wanted to pay tribute to uh, to uh, uh, to Dan Reno's last game, and uh, and the sprinklers uh, turned on, and the uh, uh, right after the first strike in the bottom of the night. And, and our own colleague Jesse Frazier had the uh, you know hot time to go sit on a bucket. Uh, I actually don't think it was Jesse that was sitting on a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, was it Jesse? Like, maybe he did. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not sure, but yes, they uh, they had to rectify the situation by sitting on buckets, and and it was, uh, and and I absolutely had to uh, to contain my laughter at ten. Uh, at ten at night to, uh, while uh, listening to this transpire on the uh, YouTube uh, uh, live stream, um, yeah. but uh, uh, that game ended up in a uh, tie two two, uh, putting 
meaning the Braves do not have, uh, th- meaning the Braves lose their lose their one game losing streak, putting them at nine one and three, and the uh, Orleans Fire and our beloved Firebirds go to uh, six five and and two. Go birds. Go birds. But uh, uh, flipping it over to uh, to Major League Baseball, we have uh one of the sadder moments of uh, one of the probably sadder news of uh, of the season so far. That being, being your mean Mercedes is being being sent down to AAA. And I had to release him from fantasy. It, it sucks because he started out so hot and uh, and he uh, and it was uh, and it's just sad to see him, him go down to AAA. Uh, let me guess, Tony Larusa was the one and behind yep. that. It was Tony Larusa. Fuck Tony Larusa. All my home is he Tony Larusa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't. You don't just insult. You don't just insult your. Uh, you don't just. Uh, the, the dude's getting, getting paid, a shit ton of money. Why are you gonna? Uh, why are you gonna, bring dog on him for doing his job? Like I. Uh, like I honestly don't really care about the. Uh, uh, the concept of uh, of baseball being a gentleman in this game because we've had uh, way too many uh, players who are most certainly not gentlemen be and uh, be seen as superstars in the league. Freaking uh, Mark McGuire and uh, Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco uh, uh, shooting up roids in each other's ass in the bathroom. Uh, in the bathroom, we have Sammy. Uh, we have Barry Bonds uh, juice. We had the entire freaking nineties is juicing, and we've had uh, and, and this entire. Uh, I feel like uh, if this is is a gentleman's game, uh, a gentleman's game, then uh, then it really only becomes fun for the uh, for the play, uh, for the crotchety old men who will say that it's a gentleman's game. But uh, uh, but enough about that uh, little shit show. Oh, uh, uh, and onto a completely different shit show. One that's uh, one that uh, Tara and I love to uh, are currently loving. That being the Yankees really are skidding hard. <laughs> that I mean, with a uh, with a cast uh, including DJ LeMahieu and Aaron Judge, and you got uh, one of the and you get uh, someone who's supposed to be one of the best uh, pitchers in the league, and Garrett Cole. Well, you should be, you should be uh, at least over 500. But the Yankees aren't uh, aren't doing great, and and a lot of uh, uh, a lot of criticism has come under fire for Aaron Bo- for their manager Aaron Boone, and everyone says that he needs to be fired, except for George Steinbrenner, because he. Because uh, he seems intent on keeping B- uh, Boone on uh, as the manager through the Yankees uh, skid. Yeah. So I'll go over things quickly while Josh checks his Instagram because it's something I just sent her. 
you love sending me shit in the middle of uh, recording. Yes. So the AL East, my way, it's the second, the second slide. Uh, so Boston, still on top of the AL East, followed by the Rays at four games back, my Jays at nine games back, um, the Yanks at nine and a half back, and the Orioles at 25 back. See, this is see, this is why you don't um, put your faith in uh, in the in Peter Angelos, and it's also why you uh, and it's also why you put your faith in uh, in the Boston Red Sox. Continue. You have a job. Do it. I know. I know. So the AL Central, the White Sox. Are ahead, followed by the Indians at six and a half back, the Tigers at 11 and a half back, the Royals at 14 back, and the Twins at 14 and a half back. Um, in the AL West, we got the Astros still ahead, followed by the Athletics at four and a half back, the Mariners at eight back. The Angels at nine and a half back, and then the Rangers at 19 back. Because, you know, the Rangers suck. Da-da-da. The Rangers do indeed suck. And in the National League East, we have the Mets still in first. And again, they are the only team above 500. Followed by the Phillies at four games back, the Nationals at four and a half back, the Braves at five back. And the Marlins are eight and a half back. Again, the Braves have way too much talent to be eh, eh, to be under five hundred and that far out of the eh, division lead. Like honestly, like, the division's tighter than most than all the other divisions. So I know, yeah. but you have Acuna, you have uh, Freeman, you have Riley, eh, you have uh, you have honestly a great roster, and you're eight and a half, but. You're what is it, eight and a half back from division? No, eight? Braves are five back. The the Marlins are eight and a half back. Wait, the Braves are seven back? Five. Five. Yeah. But still, you well, you have a great roster and you're that far back in the league. In the division. Anyway, on to the NL Central. The Brewers are ahead, followed by the Reds at six and a half back. The Cardinals at eight and a half back. The Cubbies at nine back. And then the Lowell Pirates at 18 and a half back. 18? Okay, Oz. Okay, Oz. Child, it's not over yet. The NL West. The Giants are in the lead, but not by much because the Dodgers are a half game back. The, the, The Padres at three and a half back. The Rockies at 16 and a half back. And the Diamondbacks at 30 games back. <laughs> okay, with the us uh, with the Brewers, uh, I now see what uh, with, with their game, I think like uh, two or three days ago, uh, I can see why the you know, the Sox kept on to, uh, to Jackie Bradley Jr. for a good while. Because even though he, even though uh, JBJ always only had like one, uh, one good month at the plate, and then and and then sucked the rest of the way. In fact, consider in fact in terms of how he 
in terms oh. of timing of uh, one usually is it's supposed to be coming up uh, about either this month or next month and his electric month and but uh, I forgot something. I forgot something about the Brewers. We yes. have a trade to talk about. Oh, a trade? A trade. And actually, with my Blue Jays. Oh, let's see what's going on. Right here. So the Blue Jays and Brewers swap pictures. So the Blue Jays acquire Bowden Francis and Trevor Richards from the from the Brewers in exchange for infielder Rowdy Tellez. Huh. But uh, uh, honestly, but anyway, going back to Jackie Bradley Jr., he made one of the uh, uh, most most big brain plays I've seen in in a while. Uh, against uh, against a lot of teams, the pipe. The Pirates, because of course they, Anderson was against the Pirates. It's he was a uh, going back to the warning track. Uh, he uh, he slowed down to make it uh, look like he was watching it go over the fence. And, yeah. And and uh, uh, but he uh, but he, he instead caught it and and, and forced a double play at first because uh, the Pirates uh, also suck at base running. And honestly, that was that was one of the uh, best plays I've seen in in a while. Well, uh, aside from um, someone who was is honestly probably second in in second in my in brains voting for uh, for player of the week, which I guess we should go into yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the scores real quick from last night. It's like. What the hell was that Phillies Cubs game? Oh God, yeah. Was it fifteen to eleven? Jesus Christ! Oh, we got a sixty-nine game. Oh, nice. Nice indeed. Unfortunately, Chris Bassett was picked. Week, and honestly, I gotta go with my boy Vlad Guerrero Jr. You are such a Toronto <laughs> homer. <laughs> Speaking of which, I mean they're they they're trying to get back in the Rogers Center for you know to play baseball. Oh, cool! But uh, uh, with my player of the week, week for week, starting uh, starting like this time last last week, week, it was gonna be Kike Hernandez is for the from the Red Sox for for making for making probably one of the best. This diving catches I've uh, I've seen in right at the uh, right at the Fenway Triangle, uh, 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 against I think it was the Athletics, and and on top of that he's just been in great in pretty damn good, but uh, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Jace Peterson the outfield uh, an outfielder for the uh, uh for the Bruins because he's been. And honestly, pretty electric, eh, having multiple RBI games, eh, games in a eh, multiple uh, w- uh, two or more RBI games, games over the past few uh, games. Hold on, and uh, he is apparently fourteen for thirty eh, with a homer, five doubles, eight walks, eleven RBIs, and is ten runs and two stolen bases in the past ten games. It's crazy to think that there's someone on the in the Brewers doing 
team better than Yelich because honestly, Yelich has been surprisingly Christian Yelich has been pretty pedestrian this entire this entire year. I feel. Don't. Does you feel that like he like you haven't really heard heard his name get thrown around a lot? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, considering how good uh, Peterson's been doing uh, recently, it's uh, it's good they have at least someone there. Yeah. So uh, uh I think this might be uh, it for uh, MLB. Might as well. Kick it down to kick it down to college ranks, uh, everything, and with one of the biggest news, with one of the biggest pieces of news we've uh, heard from heard from um, college sports since pro uh, since probably uh, since probably Reggie Bush getting his uh, getting his uh, uh his entire uh, his Heisman uh, redacted. Uh, because there's now a possibility that he could get his Heisman in back because the NCAA has uh, has made probably the uh, probably the best decision in it's made in, in a while. That being that uh, their student athletes can now profit off of uh, their likeness being used. Yeah. So, uh, so that means they can. Uh, they can uh, get sponsorships. They can uh, get off. Uh, they can make money off of uh, t-shirt sales, uh, t-shirt sales, jersey sales, uh, uh, and and honestly, it's just uh, it's great because uh, is there a bunch of people because a bunch of people that say like uh, they're being paid in in getting a fantastic education for or barely anything, and, and the uh, the real world doesn't really care about uh, doesn't really care about uh, the uh, the the real world doesn't care about uh, diplomas. They've uh, and they've made it in that increasingly uh, increasingly uh, no increasingly known, especially with the whole uh, college admission scandals uh, of you uh, like two or three years ago. Oh, but uh, uh, but. Uh, getting, uh, having some, uh, some financial stability coming out of college, whether you make it to the big leagues or not, uh, that's that's honestly really good for, uh, for them. And I kind of had to, uh, to applaud them for, uh, doing, doing what is essentially the bare minimum for, um, um, seven years after this, uh, several years after this, uh. After this debate really came to light, so I guess I'm not really applauding them. I'm just saying, woohoo, you did the bare minimum. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's honestly fantastic. But uh, uh, but this also uh, means that Reggie, uh, that the USC running back Reggie Bush can uh, can be reinstated into the uh, NCAA and. And get his Heisman and back that he got uh, that he got rescinded for uh, for taking uh, for taking scholar for taking uh, sponsorship money. Yes. But uh, I think that really covers it for 
Uh, NCAA uh, news so far. Uh, there's not really much going on. And now that school is out, as you probably know, because is we're, uh, because you've got nothing to do, oh, for the most part. So uh, I guess. And we got um, for miscellaneous. We got Choir versus McGregor Bree this Saturday night. Yeah, we have. Uh, uh, part of me feels like this is uh, like these are just becoming vanity projects for, uh, for uh, for McGregor. Uh, like McGregor's a fantastic. Uh, McGregor's easily one of the uh, best uh, boxers or MMA fighters. I I honestly don't know, well, because they they put MMA fighters and box uh, and boxers in the same in fights with each other way too often for me to really understand and who uh, who does what. It, it, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, but. Uh, he's a box, uh, but freaking McGregor's a boxer, right? I'm not losing my mind on that one. Yeah, no one is. But uh, uh he's he's one of the best boxers uh, we've seen in a while. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it feels like he's uh, sort of cashing in in with that uh, uh with that uh that Irish number twelve of whiskey. And that is Irish whiskey. Ding, ding. <laughs> the, uh, he's, uh, uh, like, yeah, he's uh, it's one of the best we've uh, had recently, but he's not. Uh, but uh, I feel like at some point he's he's got to pack it up soon. Yeah. And, and just, uh, like, poor year, I feel, uh, has a lot of, it has a lot to. It's uh, a lot to prove. even actually, I feel like Poirier's already doing better than McGregor. He's he's yeah. got he has I think a record of twenty two of twenty seven. Hold on. Uh, Six and something with one KO. I saw this earlier. It was twenty seven six and oh sorry with one no contest. Versus McGregor, who has uh, who's twenty-two five and zero, so he yeah. has one, so he has one more one loss, more but loss. five more wins, and one extra no contest, but still. Um, as well as like, well, I guess if we're done with UFC, then what has got to be the weirdest day in sports when a hot dog eater has more championships than? Any other person in a single event? You know, it's uh, who is it? Phil Kessel? No, it's Joey Chestnut. Yeah, I know it's I know it's Joey Chestnut, but uh, I just wanted to rub in the fact that uh, yeah, hot dog man. You guys will never you guys will never really live that down, especially since he had to to give Kaepernick back to the hot dog man, hot dog man. Like, can you, uh, like, uh, like, it's just kind of funny how, uh, how you gave up a, uh, uh, like, you got rid of Tyler Biggs. I, I can want to become a Kessler cap. Well, actually, no, we got Kevin in back for him. And then we traded him back for, what was it, a first in Hollander? 
something like that. But it's... Hey, hey, it worked out because we got first round pick that want to be Rodion Amarov. I guess that's good, but it, uh, but I mean, still, you missed out on Kasperi Kapanen, at least for. It kind of didn't really fit the mold that well in Toronto. I guess that's fair, yeah. To be fair, he did not fit the mold well. He tried. Don't get me wrong, and I liked Kasperi Kapanen. He just did. He just did not fit the mold. Sometimes but, it works with some teams, and other times it doesn't. Just look at multiple Edmonton Oilers. Just look at Taylor Hall on the uh, on the freaking Sabers, or Taylor Hall on the Oilers, and Nelly Akinpah on the Oilers, and a bunch of other Oilers like Justin Schultz, and so Ryan Strong, Jordan Eberle, freaking Wayne Gretzky on the Blue Jackets. <laughs> yes, that was a portion of his. Uh, of his career, it was on the no, Blue Jackets. No, it was not the Blue Jackets. It was the Blues, and then the, it was. Oh, wait, the blue, that's blues, blues, right? Ranger. He also said eh, that's also something you'll never get it back. The fact that he wanted to, eh, he said that he wanted to finish his career in Toronto, and eh, and y'all said no. Because he would have been way too much money. I don't know what the hell the reasoning is. I don't know how you wish I could tell you, but I can't. Harold Ballard is an asshole, and yes. it's a good thing that he's rotting in hell. See, this is why I need to need to show you that entire half century of failure video. You're not showing me shit unless you give me something in return. My Wendy's will cut will cut it. I'll give you something in return. Oh, is that right? You're giving me five guys or something. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll get. Uh, like, I'll get... Like, just a quick second to compare Joey Chestnut, real quick. Like, compare it to guys like freaking Henry Rich- Henry Richard, who had eleven Stanley Cups. Freaking Bill Russell, who had eleven NBA titles. Margaret Court with eleven Australian Open wins. Rafael Nadal with thirteen French Open wins. He just won his fourteenth freaking championship. He, he has seventy-six hot dogs in ten minutes. He's the uh, he's the goat. He uh, he has more championships than Brady and Jordan combined. In that time, you're not kidding. Anyway, on to uh, on to uh, probably the biggest te- uh, the biggest uh, thing we've been hearing about uh, recently. The Olympics are coming up, uh, and uh, and we've uh, uh, we already have. Uh, six disqualification, and five for uh, five for hormone levels. One for uh, one for something that's uh, it's legal in 19 states, and it's and is already entirely personified by the by the inclusion of skateboarding being a being an Olympic event. And what? So let's uh, so let's talk about. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What the fuck did skateboarding become an event? Right. Isn't it a uh, isn't it a, uh, isn't it an event? That is not me questioning it. I mean, if it's not, uh, I mean, snowboarding is is Oslo event, so. Uh, oh, it is. No, it, it, it is. You're you're kidding. You're shitting me. That actually is. Okay then. Yeah. So. Uh, I did not know. Apparently, skateboarding could become an Olympic event. But even still, uh, disqualifying someone for. 
uh, for smoking weed is is uh is kind of weird because even if if I was lying that snow that skateboarding was a uh, was an Olympic event, snowboarding is an is is a Winter Olympic event, it which is basically the same, uh, which is basically the same thing except uh, you're also smoking it because is oh my god it's freezing outside. It, that and it helps relieve pain. Yes, but uh, Shikari Richardson, and after smoking everyone in on a, I forget what event it was. I think it was a 100 meter. Yeah, after smoking everyone on the, uh, on the 100 uh, meter, uh, on the 100 meter dash, and she decided to smoke the dope, and uh, and she has been suspended one month from, and and from racing, and is. Is officially off the uh, the U.S. Women's National uh, National Track Team, which again which received heavy backlash. Stupid, stupid. And plus, like, why do they think like that's something that you get suspended for? It's like, is it a performance enhancing drug? No, I don't. I don't know. Is it something that's legal within the United States? Albeit either in the entire country or a good or good count of the states. I think it's yes. just. Yeah, I think it's it's just Olympic. Uh, I think it's just like Olympic drug testing, and it's uh, which is just stupid. Again, it's not a performance enhancing drug, so why, uh, so why test for it? But yeah. We, like what? Like what advantages do you get out of weed? In like, what competitive advantage do you get? Uh, uh I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I guess. Than look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, but that's it. I think. Uh, uh I think Sean White has uh, has enough experience with that. <laughs> but of uh, uh, the other. Uh, the other big controversy has been the uh, uh has been in the uh, uh the suspension of uh five uh, of five different uh, uh five different uh, runners from Africa uh two from uh, I think it's two from Kenya and three from Namibia uh who are being uh, who are being disqualified from the Olympics for uh, for uh uh, for uh, improper hormone uh, level, uh, and this is and this is also and this is also uh, garnered a, a bunch of backlash, uh, especially with uh, one of the uh, uh, with one of the uh, contestants. It's Margaret Wambui uh, from uh, uh, from Kenya. Uh, have it. Uh, being born with a uh, with a 46 XY karyotype, uh, which actually uh, which makes her uh, actually intersex, uh, and a lot of the outrage has uh, has sort of just be uh, has sort of just been in like this is uh, this is sort of uh, the policing of uh, of African American uh, of uh, of African women in and and it show and it sort of shows that the uh, uh that the olympics uh, is sort of rooted in uh, in nationalism and 
uh, and racism, which, which I mean, and yes, it absolutely yes, it is. But uh, and I can I do also kind of a, uh, agree that uh, the suspension of these five runners is kind of uh, bullshit. Uh, but uh, 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 but. Uh, at the same time, a lot of uh, a lot of people are uh, using this to is uh, to uh, fuel trans misogyny uh, uh, towards uh, uh, towards Laurel Hubbard, uh, a tra- uh, a white trans woman from uh, from New Zealand who is uh, who is competing in in weightlifting in, during the Olympics. Yeah, and I mean, in look, I'm not a biologist. I'm not a biologist. I hate biology. In fact, I hate, uh, I hate, uh, I hate my own biology a lot. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not experienced enough in, in all that, in a lot of this, but I, but I do honestly stand by the, the runners on, on this one. I think they uh, and I think that they uh, should be able to uh, to run. Yeah, I heard that. Largely. Uh, like here's uh, like the thing is, is a lot of uh, people uh, are like, uh, like the entire uh, argument of uh, of hormones and uh, and muscle uh, mass sort of just spits in the face of. Uh, the entire concept of biodiversity, uh, like uh, there, uh, like there are definitely, uh, there are definitely this one out there who could, uh, who could kick my ass in everything. And I mean, there was a, there was definitely, uh, there was controversy uh, a little bit ago over, uh, over a trend, uh, over a trans man in winning. In a high school, uh, a high school wrestling tournament, tournament for men, and because he was trans, which is honestly kind of stupid, because, uh, because he's a man competing in a man's uh, tournament and he won, and what is the issue there? Exactly. So, uh, I feel like all uh, the outrage definitely, I feel, is definitely warranted, and. And, and I mean, there have been people who have said, uh, like, why isn't there, uh, why can't there be a trans, uh, a league specifically for trans people? Well, sure, let's, uh, sure, let's make, make a league only for trans, uh, only for trans people. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's. After you make a give, whole new thing, like a whole new Olympics for trans people. Trans. Uh, let's give, uh, let's give. Uh, let's make them have their own water fountain. So let's put them at the front of the, uh, let's put them at the back of the bus. We sit at the front. It, it, like the, you know, the thing is with the, uh, with the league uh, centered entire, uh, with the entire league uh, uh, only for trans people, it, uh, it gives the, uh, it presents itself a slippery slope uh, towards, uh, towards separate but equal. Uh, uh, arguments that uh, that started back in 1896 uh, that uh, that were around back in 1896 here. Yeah. 
it's throwing ourselves way far back because because again and and no no one no one really understands biodiversity does anybody nowadays uh no i don't think so but uh exactly i think with that that it ends it in here tanner do you have anything else to talk about i got nothing else for today and i got nothing else thank you all so much for uh, listening and we'll be back next next week take care adios